Welcome back to another episode of the Hooper's Almanac. Today, um, it's just me. I'm your only host today. But what I what I do have, I have the Johnson brothers. I have Adam and Austin Johnson joining us once again. Um, our boys out of San Antonio. Austin, I'm going to start with you. Uh, yeah. This is an opening opening question to go from here. What of this NBA season made you the most happy? Just give me like just uh, NBA season's over. I guess uh, game eighty two has been played for every team. What was the thing that made you most excited from this NBA season? Uh yeah, that's a great question. Adam and I were talking about this the other night uh, on the phone. Uh, I like that there's no clear favorite. Uh, mm. There's no there's no uh, there's not like a clear hierarchy in my opinion. So I think the playoffs will be the best basketball we've seen in over a year. So I'm super excited to see everybody actually play, everybody be ready to go, uh, all cards on the table. And I don't, I don't really think there's a, like an easy path for any team. So I'm super stoked for that kind of just up in the air type thing, you know, um, and just good, great basketball. I cannot wait to watch like, like some of these matchups. I can't wait to get into them because uh, there's a few of them that I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for that I'll be kind of keen on watching every game. Yeah. I mean, I think, one thing I'll preface with this, we're just going to be talking about the playoff matchups this entire podcast as well as doing a little bit of an all-NBA uh, draft here at the end. But uh, I agree with you. I think this has been one of the most fun years I mean, we've had in a long – I think what's been nice about the NBA recently is there has been that parity. Um, I think there, yeah. in NBA history, there's always been those stretches of consistent teams making it to the finals. I mean, you have the 80s, you have five total teams making it to the finals in that entire yeah. year. With, And then the 90s was a little bit of parity. 2000s was a little bit of parody and then the 2010s was dominated by whatever team LeBron was on and the Warriors I feel like yeah. so I, and the Spurs can't count out the Spurs too there for Spurs and Mavs yeah yes sir <laughs> but even still I think there was some consistency over that decade and so that's what I'm loving about the 2020s so far that there is parody yes. um, so that makes it that makes it a lot of fun um, Adam what about you what was from the 2022-23 season made you the most excited yeah, so I, I mean, a little bit along those lines and piggybacking off of that, I was talking to somebody last night actually about how we so like the was Austin because we it was not Austin, it was not Austin, <laughs> uh, it was Houston. Um, we we like the parody because we're hardcore NBA fans, but right. the popular eras of the NBA in terms of just like ratings and things like that it was when there's not parody. Um, I think it's a bit of a misnomer to think that like I think for the NBA specifically, um, the popularity of the NBA. Uh, parody is not great but mm. for us who really love this stuff and love that it's like a little more competitive and like a lot of teams have chances it's awesome you know um so no i do personally like that so my thing was i to me the um the post all-star break competitiveness among those teams that are fighting for different yes uh, made mm. me the most excited for the playoffs because the playoffs is still where it's like you know the, the the level gets ratcheted up completely um there are stretches of this regular season that were pretty brutal like in terms of like yeah guys missing time and 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 not just because of resting i mean just the injuries you know um there's yeah. a, lot of injuries. a lot of like the uh, guys that were out for you know five games at a time or six games at a time um and then there was the resting stuff which i do think is an issue but um that's kind of a you know different topic for different podcasts but <laughs> i will say the competitive nature of the games that i watched post all-star break made me very excited for the playoffs and that was kind of my favorite part of the season it was like oh these teams are starting to like really lock in here so um that was that made me yeah i, I just think like we're, we're in for a really competitive really fun playoffs where i think there's 10 teams, I think they have a legitimate chance to win the championship, which is awesome. I don't think they're 10 that can actually do it, but they right. think they, which is great. That's what we want, that, right? Yeah. I think that's the key difference there. There are 10 teams that actually believe that they can do it. And that's yeah. what the biggest difference is about this NBA, which I love. You also hit on a great point. Uh, the the post-All-Star 
ramp-up period was incredible. Teams like the Thunder, the team I, I, I truly was – I was very high on this year, and I think, and of course, my brother, being a big Thunder fan, was also very high on until check got hurt. But even still, I mean, that's a team that made the playoff without its second overall pick. Miraculous. No one would have ever thought that. And then they, you would have thought they would have done what they've done for the past two years just tank again, try to get another pick. Um, one thing I will say I'm surprised by that neither Spurs fan said that they're most excited for the offseason to try to get Webanyama. But, you know, um, I, uh, I'm, I'm shocked yeah. that wasn't one of the, uh, the no, folks. Uh- of course, yeah, we're, we we only won what twenty one games, twenty two <laughs> games. So so yeah, we're we're gonna be in the running for you know what we'll, we'll, we're the bottom four. So we're like you know whatever, have a fifteen percent chance to get the first yeah. pick. That's great, but you know the the in season product was tough to watch. So oh, yeah, uh, as far as being excited for what actually happened in the season, uh, yeah, it's it's, it's uh, an eye opener to be a tanking team here. So hopefully we say. do get. Hopefully we get the first or second pick. We get women Yammer, we get Scoot Henderson, we get Brandon Miller, and yeah. they actually they actually pan out. Yeah, I will say, I mean, it's the first lottery that we like have like cared about. And I mean, since nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, since 1997. So it's like that. So in my lifetime, the Spurs have been in one lottery that like matters. I was born in 1990 and also was born in 95. So like, yeah, we, there's not been a lottery that I've been like looking forward to. I mean, I always watch it every year because it's like fascinating drama and like sure. TV. It's such a weird process that we do. I I quite frankly completely disagree with the lottery in general, the draft in general. Yeah, fundamental thing. It's trash. Um, it's trash. We we that would be a conversation for the off season because you need to you need to have the cover. Oh, you need ha- to have the conversation with Aaron. Yes, I have I have the chamber loaded for for the. Uh, to me, banning the draft would fix so many issues in the NBA. But um, another pod. Yeah, another podcast. But the lottery, like, so it's May 16th. And it's like, it's the first time I'm like, I'll be like legit, like nervous that day. It's like, man, this could, this could like drastically change the franchise. I mean, that's, um, that's pretty exciting. So, um, is it, I know there's teams like the Kings who like are in it every year and they're like, oh, this could be the day, you know? Um, that's like yeah. the one thing they have to look forward to. I'll be honest. We now, you know, we've been lucky as first fans to have so many seasons where we've had like a playoff run to look forward to. I'd much rather look forward to a playoff run than like maybe we get the first pick. But, it is exciting. It is like a nice, like little, you know, byproduct of sitting through a pretty it, crappy season to get this this chance. And, right. and, it, and it's also exciting because of who it is, right? Yes. Uh, it's it's women yep. yam. It's like one of the five most impressive prospects of all time. You yeah, know, like with right. like Kareem, LeBron, like these insane, insane yeah. athletes. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's also who it is. Like you're, people are thinking, hey, if you get this guy, you're gonna be like one of the top teams for whatever fifteen years. So. It's yeah. it's not just it's not just that you get the first pick. It's like oh my god, it could be, it could be like a sensational talent. So I, yeah. I and you know and we've we've been able to see him like on you know if you are a basketball fan, you see him on Instagram and whatever Twitter and stuff. And my god, the guy can play. So, yeah. so shocker. I, 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 I'm very I'm v- yeah. very excited to see if that. And he's French, and we you know that's uh San Antonio's a very diverse city and we've always had foreign talent. So it seems like it would work out just great. I don't want him to go to fucking Detroit, you know? I know, I know. I know. <laughs> or yeah, anything for him to not to go to the Eastern conference where Detroit oh. and Charlotte can just ruin him. I would yeah. love anything oh. else, but to get off the lottery and move on yeah. to yeah. what starts real, next real basketball. Yeah. <laughs> what starts next week. We have the NBA playoffs that start this coming week. Literally two days from now, we have the first yeah. playing games, the seven and eight, uh, seven and eight seed games, which are most are incredible. What we're gonna do, kind of go around in a little bit of a circle here. I know and no one else can see this. I'm the only one that outside of the three of us. We're gonna do a little bit of circle and go through our favorite playoff matchups, and then, of course, just try to hit on all of them as well. But we'll just start with these first three. Um, Adam, I'm gonna start with you. 
then Austin, and then me. I don't know what circle okay. you guys, if you guys can see that circle in my head, that's how it's working on my screen right now. <laughs> um, but Adam, I'm going to start with you. What playoff series are you most excited for, whether it be the play-in, one of the playing games, one of the series where you know, or predicting a little bit, do a little uh, Austin magic here and predict which playoff series you would be most excited for? Um, I have a clear number one. Um, it, it would have been really tight if if we knew Paul George was playing in the in the Clippers Sun series, but since we don't know that, and it looks like he probably will not play in that series, um, I have a clear number one, and that is the Cavs and Knicks first round series. Mm. I think that is going to yep. be awesome basketball. So um, that's my number one. I love when the Knicks are good. I think that's great for the league. The Garden is awesome uh, place to watch basketball, and I think they're like actually a legitimately good team this year. I think they're much better this year than they were two years ago. They're much more I like, agree. like properly, you know, built constructed team with some depth and um, yeah. a more like kind of modern offensive approach. So I'm very excited for the uh, Knicks and Cavs series. And then obviously the Donovan Mitchell storyline, like, you know, they could have prayed for him. He's on the Cavs and the Cavs are awesome. So um, I, I think those that could easily go seven and those could be some really, really good high scoring games. They played about 10 days ago um, and it was a great game. So it made me very excited for that series. So yeah, that's my number one. I was going to say that it's top of the board for storylines. I think you have, I think Donovan Mitchell kind of leading the storyline of all of it, but I do agree with you. The Knicks team that the difference in that Knicks team from two years ago to now is incredible. They actually have a point guard who can run an offense and who can create yeah. scoring. You have Julius Randall coming off whatever you want to call last year was from him. And now he's kind of back <laughs> to being what he was two years ago with the Knicks. Plus it's kind of going to be turning into can this team again stay healthy during this playoff stretch? Because Mitchell Robinson was kind of an injury risk two years ago whenever they were playing against that Hawks team, as well as can we see a little bit more out of, uh, we also have a little bit more experience RJ Barrett in this playoff series as well. So I like this new team a lot. However, on the other side of it, got the Cavs who last year couldn't make it out of the play in. And this year they're one of the, when one of the top teams in the Eastern conference. And so I think a team that, has a lot of great defensive side on that Cavs team, which is going to, especially when it comes to bigs, like Mobley going to be guarding Randall probably. It's going to be super fun to watch. I think the matchups on both sides is going to be a a heck of a fun to watch. Like that point guard Garland versus Brunson is going to be a lot of fun. I think it just goes, it's going to be a blast. Yeah, and the quickly wild card is huge too. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. What do you think? I I love that. That's also my favorite favorite series. I'll pick something else, but yeah, I think, I think it's going to be great basketball. I could see seven games for sure. And, yeah. and, and, and also like what I love about these two is, I don't know. It just feels kind of like a nineties matchup in a way, not just because it's Cleveland versus New York, but it feels just kind of like these two teams, like they have some, some kind of grit about them, a, yeah. like a swagger, a swagger that reminds me of a different era. So I, I love watching the Knicks play, whether it be at the garden or not. Uh, I, I'm a huge, huge Julius Randle fan. So I'm always rooting for him. Uh, I, I can't, I can't wait for that series, but my pick would be, uh, over in the West, um, kind of a, you know, coach versus coach, Mike Brown versus Steve Kerr, Kings warriors. Uh, yeah. the three, six matchup, just four games separates the two teams. Same as the Cavs Knicks. I love that. I love the tight kind of, you know, we, we don't really know who's better. Obviously the Warriors, the defending champs and the Kings are the new kids on the block. So there's so many cool storylines with this uh, this series as well. It's going to be really cool to see if, you know, Fox and Sabonis and these these young guys can kind of uh, be ready for the moment or if the Warriors are just going to be like, hey, we've done this for a decade. So, like, move out of the move out of the way. We're going to move on to playing, you know, Memphis or, or the, maybe the Lakers. So uh, I, I, I love love this matchup as well. Uh, I could see some of these games are the ones I will be able to watch when I get off work. 
right. they're going to be at like 9, 9.30 p.m. Fantastic. Right. I love that. So uh, I'll miss some East Coast games just because of my work schedule. But those those late West Coast games, uh, I, I lean on them. So I can't wait. Yeah, I was going to say, these also will probably be some very high-scoring games. No defense oh, will be played oh, yeah. in either one of these things. And so that's what – and expect the home crowds to play so much of a factor. I, I think if – I think – Two of the best home uh, records in NBA his uh, in in the NBA this year, yeah. um, and two and one very historically terrible road record uh, yeah. in the Warriors. Yeah. I mean, light one the, of the beam, worst, baby. Yeah, yeah light the, the freaking beam. beam. <laughs> I know the three of us have always been. I mean, have been like semi cat. I mean, uh, Kings fans this year. Uh, the Kings have been kind of my Western Conference team over the past few years, um, and so. And I've always loved Sabonis, and so when he joined them, I was like, I'm all in now on this, and so yeah. and for them to come to fruition finally make the playoffs for the first time since what 2004 i mean it's it's pretty incredible to finally get the chance to see them i want to say it's 2006 yeah because um, i was oh, there thank you we were thank there you. we were there because the spurs we, dropped like 70 something points in the first half um, yeah yep when they had we like were last, last we were at the sacramento kings last road playoff game it was game five in the uh 2006 yeah. first round series which is crazy I was uh, oh. just high school. Yeah, that's. Nuts. I mean, like, like fucking Kenny Thomas ago. started on that team. So, like, you know, that's a long yeah. time ago. Jesus yeah. Christ. Okay, well, I take it back. Oh, wait, was 2004 then their last series win? Yes. Yeah. Okay, thank you. That's yeah. what I'm remembering. Thank you. They were actually trying. good. Yeah. Yeah. Right, because that was that was Weber's like what one of his last years there, and then they lost yeah. in the second round to the to the T Wolves. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. right. That. Thank you. Um, KG do, played okay. Yeah. Yep. Just all right. Just, just he <laughs> might have played Weber. Out, he might have outplayed Weber just a little bit in his MVP yeah. year. Um, but no, I, I do love that series a lot too, and I hope with every ounce of my being that the Kings are ready for the moment and just beat the Warriors, so I don't have to worry about them making it any farther and just well, ruining my my playoff f- finals again. That's the that's the thing is like I mean yeah here's your reward for like best season in 17 years you get the defending champs in the first round it's like right and, and and like oh yeah Wiggins is back oh, yeah. yeah I was just say oh and don't forget this guy who was a like their second best player in the playoffs all last year yeah he came yeah. back a few games ago and he's like yeah. looking good. Crazy. It's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be good. Um, okay, I love both those series. Great choices, and I those are probably the top two on my board as well. My third one would is is this one? It's the Sixers Nets, and I I and I, mm. I hate and I, Aaron knows this, and if you listen to this podcast, I hate Joel Embiid, and all parts <laughs> of my being love this Nets team to just. Mm ruin this man's chances of having any sort sort of productive playoff series. And I also really like this Nets team. Did it ruin my one time I've ever been to the TD Garden? Absolutely. That was miserable. (laughs) Did Mikhail Bridges just absolutely ruin my one of my my favorite nights of my entire life? Sure. But Mikhail Bridges is looking incredible right now. So I'm not mad about it entirely. I love this Nets team a lot. I love the length that they have. I love the and I also and I still think this will be a really fun series. I think the ugly basketball on the Sixers side is going to be terrible for me on offense, but I do still think this Nets team can give this team a run for their money and give you a little bit frisky. Do I think the Sixers win? Sure. But I still think this is going to give them enough of an issue that it won't be just like a, a yes. four game sweep or a five, a gentleman sweep what goes to five games. So I think the Nets could push them to seven as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out to the Nets for like continuing, like after the trade, like really, playing, yeah, right. like, you know, like pushing and like saying like, oh, yeah, I'm like a normal thing. in like the modern NBA to be like, ah, like, what's the point? You know, you traded your, you know, all your franchise guys, like I just kind of tank the rest of the season, try to get a draft. Yeah. It's like, no, 
there's still good players in this team. There's still competitive guys in this team. There's still a coach who did a, a very good job once he took over. Um, oh, go yeah. for it. And they held off Miami and, and got the six seed. Like, good for them. I'm really, I'm really happy for them. The problem I, I, I would have loved it if the Miami would have got the six seed. I wouldn't, I don't want to have to worry about them. But, anyways, go on. The problem is, the problem is, Joel Embiid is a massive, massive uh, mismatch for them. So it's oh, like, absolutely agree. I don't disagree with you. I just wish that there was a way that this didn't have to happen. <laughs> so we'll see. I think Embiid will dominate that series. They do need Harden to be like pretty close to, I mean, you know, himself. He's had a, obviously the, the hamstring thing um, recently. So, you know, we'll see. But uh, um, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, I think that could go like seven and be like really, really awkward for the Sixers or they can just win to five. You know, um, that's kind of yeah. the, the, the yeah, yeah I, I'd go down the middle and say it's going to go six. And I think <laughs> I, I do think we're going to see like Mikel Bridges. Obviously we know, like we know how good he is and we've just like witnessed sure. him like play every fucking game of his career, whether it be at Villanova or Phoenix or Brooklyn. Very cool. But I think like the world is going to be shocked by like what he's able to do. You know, if these people, you know, are, are like, Oh, I'll tune in the playoffs and catch this game on TNT. It's like, yeah, here's, here's their best player. And like when it comes to the fourth quarter, like Mikel Bridges is going to be taking like huge, huge shots. And I can't sure. wait for him to kind of prove that, that part of him and become, in my opinion, gonna, he's going to become like a super max guy uh, because of moments like this. So I can't wait. I love that dude to death. Yeah. This what's crazy about this Nets team is I love their eight guys. And the only thing that would make them incredibly better is they, if they had like a superstar, if this team had a superstar, yeah. this team would be all over. And this, this, this playoffs would be all over. This is the perfect team for yeah. a guard superstar or a wing superstar just to slide in and just be this make this team incredible. So I think I know Claxton's definitely a little uh, weaker uh, to guard Embiid, though. I, you bring up a good point in the mismatch, yeah. though. But I, I like the idea of them double teaming Embiid and just getting the ball out of his hands and making uh, sure. PJ Tucker shoot. So that's fine with me. It's so, an important. It's an important maxi series. I would say that's oh like, yeah oh yeah yeah. yeah. It's it's a prove yourself maxi series. I also think it's a prove yourself Mikael Bridges series. Can he do it in the playoffs as the number one guy? Yep, That's yep. another thing. Um, I hope so. I hope so. I, you and me both, my friend. Um, <laughs> let's let's hit on a few of these other series real quick here. Uh, the Clippers and the uh, Suns. Paul George probably going to be out for it. And um, such a bummer. I, such a freaking bummer. But guess what? We have Russ versus uh, KD. Yeah. Let's just let's let's bring it back. Russ, Russ, <laughs> Russ apparently called out Kate, uh, called out the Suns this week and said, "I want to, I want you," but apparently the Clippers themselves did not want to play them at all. So because they were tanking and they lost today, and it made no sense to me at all. But um, Clippers Suns, what are you guys' thoughts? I mean, I I I personally think this Clippers team without Paul George is going to be tough. I mean, tough uh, tough to beat. Uh, the Suns will have an easy time beating the Clippers. But what I mean, what do you guys think? Uh, well, I, I mean, you know, there's one game between them. So like they're, they're very close. They both dealt with all kinds of stuff throughout the season. Sure. I mean, what I'm looking at is like, holy fuck in 2019, four years ago, Kawhi and KD were the two best players in the league. True. And they're about to, they're about to go head to head, like That's straight true. up in a series. They're both healthy. They're both ready to go. Like, my God, I like, this is insane. So my, my mind, like my memory is not like most basketball fans where I just remember like just last year. Uh, yeah, I, I I always I always kind of take into account the past four or five years when it comes mm. to you know like KD's still KD when he wants to be so sure and Kawhi, Kawhi has also had a a great I don't know, he's played like fifty five games and he's had he's had a good year you know fifty to fifty five and he's awesome he's like all of his advanced stats are off you know off the off the sheets so I, I'm super excited for that matchup like oh my god like this is something we wanted and we didn't quite get, get because 
because KD got injured uh, in 2019 uh, in that Toronto uh, Golden State Finals. And now we're like, oh my, we have a chance here for like maybe a seven gamer. And I could see this being a very gritty, like ejections, uh, you know, coming from both sides, like kind of nasty series. Like I could see that the West has a chance for some uh, not, not great. Uh, <laughs> what's the word? Not great. Uh, outs- outside of basketball stuff happening, whether it be the Grizzlies or the Lakers right. or whoever it is, the, uh, the Warriors. Uh, and I think the Clippers Suns will also get pretty chippy. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which, you know, it's, it's fun. fun. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. And, and a commentator will always say when that happens, like, oh, you hate to see this stuff happen. It's like, no, we actually, we actually like when that. <laughs> yeah. I think this is what makes basketball fun. And I think any sport fun when there's a little chippiness to it. Yeah. No, it's not, there is a line where it's like, okay, obviously like, you know, there, there's like, it's a point where it's like, it's gone over the top, but no, oh, I think sure. we want to see, we want to see guys like, yeah, pushing, shoving, getting into it after plays, you know, celebrating, taunting. Like, I, I think I love that stuff. So um, that series should have a ton of that. And also look, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, I mean, you know, fell short a couple of years ago, obviously had a great season, made it all the way to the finals. And then last year flamed out in like dramatic fashion. I mean, so like yeah. there's some playoff stuff for them to kind of get over too. Oh yeah. Um, no, Booker, especially like Booker, yeah. it's like, dude, you really still haven't really done, done that thing. Like done yeah. that thing to like prove like I am like one of the five guys in the league. This is his chance. Yeah, it is. It is. And I think this is going to be a great opportunity for him. And then the Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook. I mean, they, they clearly. Yeah. Oh, that be, I totally forgot about that beast. Thank yeah. you. I mean, well, and then, and then Kawhi and PD, you know, I mean, Kawhi and KD, I mean, go back to 2012, 2014, 2016, yeah. where they're playing yep. Spurs Thunder and a Spurs. Yeah. So it's like, there's plenty of history between all that. So that's going to be a really fun series too. I just wish Paul George was playing because that really would feel like both teams have, you know, four or five guys who are just big, big time players that, that yeah. are going to be going at a hammer and tongs. So um, yeah, I'm pretty excited for that series too, but well, yeah, um, that's, that's, you just named like six hall of famers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, no, I pick and DeAndre Aiden. So yeah, yeah, no, this is that was not me. I think that when it comes to first round matchups, the Western Conference has the Eastern Conference beat. I Mm. think once you get past that first round, the East has a better Mm. chance to have much more not. I'll say competitive, like second in like Eastern uh, Eastern semis and Eastern finals, a little bit more competitive, or like you can see like the distinct difference between the two conferences. But I think that opening round for the Western Conference is going to be so much more fun and yeah. so much more yeah. um, closely closely tied together. And so I'm excited for that as well. Um, there's no other like set matchups yet. Correct. That being said, I think one that I I will automatically already throw in is the Celtics versus the Heat, and I can't imagine the if the if the Hawks beat the Heat, I will be so this will be the one time I ever cheer for Trey Young, and this then that will be the only and that never again never again will I ever cheer for Trey Young for them to beat the Heat. Well, uh, yeah, I, and I rightly so because I think the Celtics would absolutely destroy the Hawks if they played in the first. Oh, uh, sweet, yeah, right, yeah, right. The the Heat being the seven seed is the vein of my existence and having to play them <laughs> for another playoffs and another year in the playoffs uh. makes me just really, really mad. Um, but we can talk about these play on games real quickly. Hawks heat. I think the heat win. Yeah, I do too. I do I, too. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, which I, I, I'm with you. I don't want to see it. Cause it's like, God, it's just the heat are just such a slog. It's just like, Oh, here we go. Like just junk it up. It's a hundred points. That's it. It's a, it's it's the under is going to hit in every game that they play. 
It's going to be zero fun to watch. I'm going to yeah. scream expletives at Jimmy Butler the entire night. Yeah. He's just going to make me mad. <laughs> Tyler Hero is going to have one weird, great uh, game yep. again on me, and I'm just not going to be happy about it. And this game is going to go six unnecessary games. I, I I would love for you guys to shut them the hell up, though, and just beat the shit out of them. So, yeah, I, I'm with you. I think the Heat will win, and I think the Hawks would have trouble also with Toronto or Chicago. Yeah, yeah. That game will be at home, though, which will, which will help them, but yeah. Yeah, but I, I kind of like Chicago. I like Chicago to beat Toronto, and I like Chicago to go ahead and beat Atlanta and play get, get whacked by Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah. Chicago, yeah, yeah, two years in a row of getting whacked by Milwaukee by that yeah. game, too. The thing is, I do like Chicago. They're a little bit hotter. I think they're a little bit hotter, especially with the Toronto mess that's going on. It sounds like Nick yeah. Nurse also might be out of the situation as well, and with all the craziness that went on around the deadline with like two of their like star guys almost getting traded, whether it be a no in Anobi, like always been in rumors. And then Van Vliet also being a guy that apparently teams were looking out, uh, trying to get um, that team is just, seems just so weird for me. And I, I really have no trust in them to make it. So I do agree with you. It's the bulls Hawks in that second game. And, Man, I whoever gets out of that is just going to get throttled by uh, the Bucks, and I can't, <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine yeah. that going. I can't imagine them uh, making it any sort of fun. Yeah, I, I think Toronto beats Chicago. I, I, I think. Okay. Um, oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. Had to be the odd man out here. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 hate, also, I hate, I hate to admit, but like I, I can see it, but I, I hope not. I really hope yeah. not. I, I it's like, in Toronto. I like it is in Toronto too, which makes it tough. But you, go ahead. They're just such an awkward team to play. I mean, Toronto True. Just, just, yeah, for just, one game. Yeah. It's so, so, such a strange team. But um, I also think like I'm different. I'm mean, obviously, you know, you know, Mitch, you have, a, you have a rooting interest here, but like the, I like that Miami is so different than like so many other teams. Like it's good to have like a slight, like a, a bit of a wild card there. Like you're going to win that series. Like the Celtics are going to win oh, that sure, series. Oh, sure. Sure. They are going to feel it. Like they're going to feel it. I mean, it's going to be. And that's like, what yeah. I don't want as we're going into Philly the next week. Yes. I don't want to, I don't want to yes. have to go into Philly who also might be feeling it from Brooklyn, but I'd like us to feel yeah. it a little, a lot less than they're going to have to feel it. Yeah. So. Whereas Atlanta would just be a breeze, you know, like right. it would just be, yeah, you'd have a, you'd have a fourth quarter. We can rest Jalen and Jason. It's like that, that, that would be such a, you know, so no, I, I, if I were you, I'd be really hard for Atlanta in that playing game. Um, but man, how, how awesome is the play in? Like, I love this. Oh, this yeah. is so it's great. Like, like you are t- yeah, you're talking awesome. to a guy who has all I think I've been between Aaron and I, I was the better the more of the supportive side of it. I I think this has been congratulations to the NBA. You've done something right on my end. Huge, Huge. success on this. Yeah. And there, I think there are a few things that came out in the CBA that are people have been questioning. And I think that people should just look at back at this and sit, and people are like, Oh, the play and well, how come the 10 seed has a chance to make it in? Well, look at, look at how fun it is. Look at how fun the, uh, like the NCAA tournament is. You have these low tier seeds making it so far. I, of course, like these low tier seeds in the NBA are infinitely different than what it is like in the NCAA, but at least you have a chance like, Oh my gosh, this team could make the playoffs. So I don't know. I think that, that that makes it so much more fun, and I think it does make it competitive. Maybe not to help some of the tanking. I think there's still going to be tanking for like those bottom two teams Always. in the NBA. Always. Yep. Always will be until we fix it, and you know we stop the draft. Um, but so, but again, another pot. Uh, but that's being said, <laughs> I think, um, I think the the plan's been incredible. Yeah, and, and it just keeps more teams like wanting to stay competitive longer. Sure. And that's the biggest thing. It's like we just have more teams that are like battling for different things. And you know, you suffer an injury. It's not like you know, you a guy, your best player misses 10, 12 games. Like that's not a total death knell for your team. Like you can kind of recover from that and have a chance, like, hey, let's get a hole, get in this playing game, and then we'll see what happens, you know. And I do like the way it's scheduled where it's like it's basically double jeopardy for like the two, the seven and eight seeds. And at, at 10, if you're gonna make the playoffs, you gotta win right. two games on the road. It's like it is it, they, they did a good job of like 
scheduling it out, kind of making it double jeopardy for like the, the two higher teams. So I, I totally, I, I'm into it. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And this year is a great example of like, look at, I mean, look at the records from, you know, Atlanta or Miami as the eight, as the seven, sorry, 44 wins, Atlanta, 41, Toronto, 41, Chicago, 40 on the other side, uh, Los Angeles Lakers, 43 wins, Minnesota, 42, New Orleans, 42, Oklahoma city, 40. Those teams are all the same. Like it's not, that isn't, that's not a big difference, you know? So yeah. it's not like, Oh, woe is me as a Lakers fan because we like had such a better record than the T Wolves or the Pelicans. Like, no, you're they're right there. Mm. Like they're they're right there. And credit yeah. to cre- especially the Western side, like credit to the Lakers for making the moves they made and like getting people healthy and now they look like a real team. Credit to the fucking New Orleans for like playing balls to the wall on defense and like staying within this range. And now, like, in my opinion, if they do get the eight seed, I, I could see them giving the Nuggets like problems because they are so committed on defense. That's just huge for a series against a team like the Nuggets, who are like half the time late in the past, you know, since all-star break, like you were talking about, seems like they don't give a shit half the time. So like, it's huge when you have a defensive identity, like the Pelicans, it can like get you to good places. And I, I love that. I love that about it. You and I yeah, have very different be, thoughts on the Pelicans. <laughs> there will be years. There will be years where the seven seed, like this has happened in the West, like in the, in the, the kind of height of that, like, you know, 2000s era where the West was just so good, um, where the seven seed will have like 50 wins and like right. the nine seed will have like, you know, 39. It's like, okay, like they really need to like play in for this is ridiculous, you know, but yeah. I'll take that trade off for what we're, we're getting. Yeah. I think that's actually a worthy. I think, I think, I, I think uh, yeah, you're, you're right. And like most history will show you like there is a greater difference, but I do think as the plan like stays a thing, you will have teams like Portland and whoever that are kind of like, Utah, they'll just be like, fuck it. And and the teams that are closer will be like, no, like we have a chance. Like, why not win a couple extra games just to get in that? So I think it will just stay tight. Like, I mean, the oh, difference between difference between Denver as the one and OKC as the as the 10 is 13 games. That's like just not a lot. No, a lot of not. basketball games. So I think like if this stays the way it is for 20 years, we get a bigger sample size of it. I think we'll see more of these standings stay like tighter, if that makes sense. I do agree with you because I think there is less. I think there's while there's still incentive to quote unquote tank. I still think there is still the incentive also to give like for the Thunder right now. This is a team that hasn't had playoff experience, has zero playoff experience outside of like SGA and a little bit of Dort, and and this is their and this is the first time a bunch of these guys are going to get posting experience. And also they're like, hey, we're gonna get. Chet Holmgren back next year. We're gonna finally have a center. Yep. <laughs> we haven't had a center all year, and now we finally get one. And you're also they're probably gonna they're probably not gonna make it out of the plan. Um, if, sorry, Evan. Um, but if they do, they still they have they make it a hard matchup for whoever they do play. Is they're just a weird looking team. Um, I the ten the like I said the Western Conference is so tight. I, th- I you could see anyone making it out of those playing games because it is so it is so like almost the teams play so differently. All four of those teams play very differently, but even still there, it's, it's so much fun and so competitive to watch all those guys. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think it's going to be great. Uh, so, so you guys, which is LA going to beat Minnesota? I think yeah. So. After today, did you see what happened? Go bear yeah. punched Kyle yeah. Anderson yeah. and Jaden McDaniel I, broke his wrist. Yeah. <laughs> Jaden McDaniel <laughs> broke his wrist, a wrist. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I don't think that, I think the Timberwolves don't even make the playoffs now. I I mean, and it's, yeah. it sucks to okay. say that Me too. because, Me too. Because I think Lakers give them a massive issue. And that Lakers-Grizzlies matchup, first round, another oh, storyline round. Dude. Another storyline matchup right there. And then 
I do not believe in the Pelicans as much as you do. And that, and I'm, I'm glad that there's, and that's fine. And of course there might be the little bit of the bias in me and the thunder because it'd be my brother, but also I don't love their guard defense. Plus I, and especially with how well, OKC can drive the ball. It's very tough and they don't rely on threes as much as other teams. That being said, who do they have to guard Jonas Valanciunas? That question yet has to be answered because it's not going to be the other Jalen Williams, uh, the, the second round Jalen Williams. And so it's going to be really tough on that end as well. That being said, Zion not Williams not play, Williamson not playing is still sad, and I am just yeah. heartbroken about that. Yeah, extremely. That, yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, he, he could he could change this entire bracket if he yeah. was if he if he was playing, like to be well, honest. Had so. he been had he been playing, they wouldn't be in the spot they're in. I mean, they, you know, they yeah. yeah, true. True. Well, yeah, but, yeah. I mean, where where would they be? You know, like with, with like now, five? now, yeah, yeah. So they, they would probably two more, beat out two more wins. Yeah, I mean, three they would, more wins. They would yeah. beat out the. They would. They would definitely. Oh yeah, Zion Williamson being back for at least fifteen games in this like back half of the in this sense of All Star break would have been mon- monumental for this team. They they Aaron had them as one of his uh, contenders at the beginning of the year. Me too. Of no, how, I think yeah. I think I think saying that the five would have been the five seed is selling them short. I think they'd sure. be higher. I mean, the the five seed, the Clippers have forty four wins. I, I think, I, I mean, I think they would have been competing with Memphis for the two. Honestly, wow, wow, yeah. I think I think, yeah, especially that two three seed would have been uh, especially doable for them if they had Zion yeah. Williamson healthy. Yeah, but- yeah, maybe, maybe not two because fifty one wins is a lot. But the Kings are at forty eight. Like, I mean, they're six yeah. games back of that now. Yeah. If you like you said, if Zion plays 15 more games, I say they win half of those. So I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, mean, I just think I think it's I think it's hard for one player to be like even in over the course of 82 games, very few times are player like an individual player worth that many wins. Like that just doesn't really yeah, that no, that's it's hard to like time. So yeah, so over the currency. You talk yeah. about how good that New Orleans team is on defense. He yeah, ruins he that just he takes away from that a lot. Yeah, and he that's, does, he does. So that's <laughs> I think there's there's a give and take on that end of it as well. For sure. Um but also, unstoppable though. Oh, he darn tootin' <laughs> is. Um, but um, is there anything about the playoffs you guys wanted to touch? Um, so we will have Lakers winning that. Oh yeah, M- Minnesota versus New Orleans or OKC is a dog fight. Um, I think New Orleans or OKC is going to get through and be the eighth seed. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So yeah. I mean, yeah, Lakers Memphis is going to be great if that happens. Uh, that's a that's a rowdy two seven matchup. That's another one that I, I think. Yes. Because here's the other thing: whoever makes it out of Kings Warriors, I think can beat that Lakers. Whoever wins Lakers Memphis, and yeah. if that means the if that means the Kings in the Western Conference Finals, Ugh. boys, I'm 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 running through the streets. I'm running through the streets and happy yes. man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Darren Fox is my my favorite player in the entire league, so I, right. I'm I'm rooting I'm rooting for them to to go deep. But I'm also I I, I love. Uh, Love those Warriors boys when they're playing. They're like playing beautiful basketball. So I'm okay either way. It is nice, Adam, to be uh, not have a dog in the race and just kind it of is. enjoy basketball. <laughs> it is. It is. I am. I. It, it sucks. <laughs> you have I, like an you have like an immense amount of pressure on. Yes. on I have your so team. much pressure on the Celtics <laughs> team this year because yeah. coming off a year where we we made it to the finals and then we ha- were expected to make it back. I hate this. It's so much yeah. fun, and I have a lot of pain and. um my girlfriend, my girlfriend was like, "When do the playoffs start?" I'm like, "Wednesday." She's like, "Great, I won't get to see you for it." <laughs> She's like, "We will not be having any outdoor activities for the next few months." So I'm like, 
yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I have scheduled myself for a bunch of Tuesdays during the summer to go see musicals. That's my only thing that I'm doing outdoors. It's an outdoor musical, but that's really <laughs> every few Tuesdays, go. but that's, that's my only outdoor activity Love come it. summer. Um, Love it. All right. We're also doing this creative, doing this thing. We're instead of just telling everyone who our all NBA teams are, because that's no fun. Thank you, Bill Simmons, for doing this, for that, doing that for us every week with Ryan Russell. God damn it, I don't need to hear it from you. What yeah. your all NBA teams are every week? Oh, um, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna do a little draft. Make yes. it because we are the draft boys. I mean, if anyone knows us, we literally draft. We we have an issue of drafting. Yeah. I feel like I, we might have a, we might have a we might have a mini addiction. How yeah. how <laughs> the people in our lives have gotten over that, I don't know. Um, and how they deal with it. I'm I'm Jan. honestly I'm fiending right now for, for for a good draft. So uh, this came well, this came at a good time. I, I need a fucking hit. Yeah, we need we also need to I need to be better about that simulation thing. So I'm going to start doing. Oh, you that one that's time a, this it's week. a big undertaking. You know, ten ten people, bunch of teams. Uh, so it's a big eighty-two league. games. I should have done lower amount of games. Not the point. <laughs> um, right now though, we are going to do an an all NBA 2022-23 draft. We're going around in order snake draft because we're not psychopaths and we are going to do um basically we're going to select the best 15 players in this year and we're not going to do like the cba rules for next year when there is no uh, positionless draft which that's one thing i hate but we'll move on that's another time for another pod uh we will be choosing two guards two wings and a big for our teams um I'm going to do the randomizer literally here on the, <laughs> on, on the pod. Love it. So that way we get the uh, real reaction out of it. And real quick, uh, the, reason, the reason we're doing this is like, is like, we will, yeah, it's like, we will still come up with three all NBA teams. It's like a collective all NBA, you know, three all NBA teams rather than sure. like, okay, Adam, you give me your three teams. And like, they'll all be like relatively similar. This will be kind of a unique way to do it. And like have, have a little personal touch to it. So that was the idea. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is a one, a creative way to do it because you're like, Great. We have to hear everyone repeat their their all NBA teams all over to me again. No, I don't want to. Yeah. We don't want to do that. We want to be different. I I hate that stupid app. Um, <laughs> son of a motherless goat. Um, but it also just gives us the creative opportunity to you know show a little bit of our NBA knowledge to make a team. The other thing is this: we are only like every all NBA team. We're playing off of this year's performance. We're not looking into the past. You know that that seems to be an issue. Or, in, or we're not looking at like like projecting. Yeah. Or, yes. or or the playoffs. Yeah. We're not projecting yeah. any of the future here. So yeah. because the world hates me, um, it's it's Adam, Austin, and then me. So we're, I, I just Fuck. we're going back. I know. I I know. It's just <laughs> ruining everything. So Adam, you have the first pick. All right. Basically, it. who is your MVP at this point? <laughs> um. I think Joel Embiid is going to win the MVP, but I'm going to go with Giannis Antetokounmpo as my number one pick. Um, I think, yeah, it's a little bit of like just Wild. I'm keeping it a little bit simple and uh, best player, best team. Um, you know, I'm not looking at like past success at all, like playoff success, anything like that. I just think like if I'm building a team, what do I want it to look like? What kind of like I am? I'm thinking a little bit of like what this five would look like. This gives sure. me the most versatility off of that. So give me Giannis Antetokounmpo, the number one pick. I love that pick. He is the best yeah. player in the NBA. You have, yep. this is what I hate about the MVP because there should be an MVP and then just a player of the year. Like give me the guy who's most valuable to a team and, or the best player or the best player in the NBA. 
and then give me the guy who had the best year for sure. Because Giannis is definitely the best player in the NBA and has been for the past few, I mean, for the past at least four or five years, maybe three or four years. But it does not change the fact that Jokic and Embiid have had incredible seasons. Nope. I just think that Giannis should have won it for the past few teams. Not the point, though. <laughs> but I love your pick. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. I, 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 I would have done the exact same, I think. Giannis and, and, and like obviously there's three guys, right? There's three three dudes that are kind of in this MVP, quote unquote MVP race. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm quite frankly, I'm just like so tired of it. I'm just like it's it, it's like weighing down on me. Just every podcast basketball podcast I listen right. to, I'm like I, I just rather not. I'd rather not have a discussion. Cause cause it because it and Adam and I talk about this a lot. It's and Mitch, we've we've talked to you through text about this. It doesn't matter. All three of them have had "quote unquote" MVP caliber seasons. Sure. So when you when you look back 30, 40 years from now, I'm not going to be like, "Oh, well, Embiid got that one in 2023, so he had a better season than Jokic." Sure. This, they both were amazing. So like, let's just let's just leave it at that. Uh, without further ado, because Giannis is off the board. Fuck. Um, You're gonna take my guy, oh, and I'm gonna be pissed. No, I I can't. I can't. I'm going to go Jokic. Um, yeah, that's my point. You're going to take my guy. You're going to oh. leave me with my least favorite player in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you also get you also get your favorite player. So I, yeah, I thought I thought about taking him just because of versatility reasons. But Jokic, in my opinion, the best offensive player in the league, uh, can just do everything with the ball. It uh, gives you a straight-up identity. Uh, well, probably the best passer in the league. So I'll take him. Love the guy to death. I would love to play with him. He looks, looks like a blast. <laughs> um. All right, fine. I'm gonna go with the Drew Hanlon training duo in uh and <laughs> yeah. Joel Embiid and Jason Tatum. Uh, you hit it. It's my least favorite player in the NBA. Well, second least favorite player. There's this guy down in Dallas who can you know lick a taint, and I'd be okay with that. Um, <laughs> kick, kick and, rocks. And he could kick a kick a boulder, and I hope you break your foot. Um, and and Joel Embiid and Jason Tatum. Joel Embiid, sure. It's the year where. God, I'm not. We're not going to do the MVP talk, but yes, he's had an incredible season. <laughs> yeah. He's one of the. He's probably one of the best defensive centers in the NBA, and he's very versatile on defense, which is great. Plus, he's a center that I can go to for clutch shots, not yeah. scoring, but clutch shot making, which is incredible. Then on my wing, I got this guy named Jason Tatum, um, who's very good at the sport of basketball. Um, one of the best <laughs> uh, two way guys in the NBA right now. Um, does it suck that he goes through like 10 game stretches where he can't seem to hit a jump shot? Sure. But at least he gets to the rim, which is all I ask of him now. Um, do I love his defense? Absolutely. So I don't need to get a soft chub for Jason Tatum currently, but I do love this man with a lot of my heart. So um, that's my first two picks uh, back to you, Austin. Yeah. Yeah. I figured, you know, I thought about, just screwing you over and taking Tatum so that you would take either Embiid or Jokic, and then I would get the other one on the back end. Uh, but you know, thank you for not, not doing that to I'm me. Not, I'm not, I'm not that shitty. Me. Uh, let's see here. What I am going to do is is probably probably do a bit of surprise here, but I, I think we often um, do this thing as NBA fans where we kind of get too cute. Uh, so I, I'm going to take a forward here, someone that I think would play great with Jokic and also has had in my opinion, an underrated season, another Celtic, Jalen Brown. Um, oh, we're taking him at the forward. I love it. Yeah, taking him at the forward. He's played more minutes there. Uh, I really hope he's second-team All-NBA because I think it's going to be, be Gian- it's gonna be Giannis Tatum uh, right as the forwards for the first team. So that's pretty set in stone. 
Jalen Brown, just God, this guy, man, you know, he's, he's unreal. And the whole kind of like, Oh, but he's the second best player on the team. I just don't really care. I, I think it's like 27 and a half yeah. a game. You get over it. Yeah. He averages like 27, seven and five. Like he's just a freak, like puts up like young LeBron type numbers. And I think it, like the way I like to break down with like great players is if you get this guy with four league average players around him, will you be a great team? And I think Jalen Brown like has that in him uh, in spades. So I'll take him. I love that pick. Love it. And for sure, for sure as forward. Yeah, for sure. I do. I do think we should, if we, if we pick them at forward, you can't change. Like you can't be like, Oh, Absolutely. I can't. Yeah. 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 Okay. Just and that has sure. to be part of the strategy there's, early on. I, I okay. think there's more guards that are like in play that you could like have a debate, a debate about. Yeah, I, I think the four, I, I think the forwards I'm like pretty picky about them. So Jalen Brown's my fair guy on the board after Giannis and Tatum. Okay. Um, all right, man. I'm torn. I'm taking two guards. Um, I'm torn on the second. Wild. Pick. I'm for sure gonna take Shea Gildas Alexander as one yeah. guards, first team all NBA, um, in my opinion. So um had a phenomenal season. I, I you're it. with me on that one. You're with me. Yep. Yeah, same. I am. I am. Um taking this roster that's like was built to just kind of like be in a transition year and you know have some nice young pieces and turn them into, you know, a team that's in the playing game. Um, not granted, you know, probably going to lose that playing game, but he's been absolutely unbelievable. Um, super clutch, very consistent scoring, um, yeah. leads that entire team. Uh, so yeah, that'd be. Looks like thing. fun to play with too. Looks yes. like it's fun. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, or, uh, yeah. Giannis and Shea is my first two. I'm pretty happy with that. Okay. The other guard, um, as badly as I want to take, take Steph Curry. I mean, he just, the game's played. I mean, it's a pretty significant gap between him and these other two guys that I'm weighing. Um, yeah. So give me Donovan Mitchell as the other guard. Woo, Donnie. Yep. I am. Okay. I, I'm shocked that that was your second guard, but I, and then I do think Austin's going to take him next, but whatever. Uh, no, I do. No. Oh, you're not. Okay. <laughs> lovely. Um, I do love Donovan Mitchell and SGA are my two all NBA first team guards. Doncic doesn't touch it because his team didn't even make the playoffs. Be mad as be as mad as you want to. You wanted a base, you wanted a superstar, and the only superstar that was available was this guy named Kyrie Irving, and that just screwed you over. So have fun with that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Luca, I mean, Luca, I mean, obviously had a, you know amazing season, but um, I, I will say the finish was really disappointing. Like um, from him particularly, both from a you know some of his play standpoint, the body language, the lack of defensive effort, like at all, um, was like really, really disappointing. Not that you know Donovan Mitchell was some lockdown guy, but um, right. I, I just think, yeah, that I, those are the guy. That was the guy. I was kind of I had to go between Donovan Mitchell and Luca, and I just thought, I don't know, man. I like just give me Donovan Mitchell. Guy brought it all season long, continued all the way through. Um, right, on a very good team. So yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna go Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go off of that kind of that that theme of guys who just bring it and show up, care a lot. Uh, played 72 games, first all-star season, average Darn 25 it. points, four yep. rebounds, and six yep. assists, De'Aaron Fox. That's who go. I thought you were, that's who I meant you were gonna take. That's who I thought I thought you Adam, I thought you I thought you thought I was gonna go Luca. And I'm like, no, I'm I'm in the same boat. Like I just I, I cannot stand the way that team acted. And I, I was on Hooper's Almanac at the beginning of the year. Yeah. And I went to fucking bat for those guys. <laughs> I still remember being like, hey, I don't really care who's on the roster as long as they have like four somewhat average guys around Luca, they'll make it, you know, they'll make it to like a six or seven seed. Nope. Just nope. They, well, they traded two of their average guys to get a, a yeah. really good guy who is very bipolar. So, you know, it's God, just a really, hitter. it's a really interesting situation there. Um, Man, I was, I wanted one of those three. 
I wanted one of those three guys. That's just that's a kick to the groin. Um, I want to take LeBron. I want to do it. Oh, but he's fifty-four games, and it, that's yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's just miserable. So I'm taking Steph Curry, um, and I'm not <laughs> mad about it at all. I'm not. No. I'm not. I. I. I sure. I, Mitchell. Mitchell. You just said LeBron James played fifty-four games. Thank you for remembering my stats. Um, but also, I just i I think Steph Curry trying to put up, be with Joel Embiid and Jason Tatum. I'm thinking about the the actual construction of this team now. Good God, yeah. The guy oh, yeah, can just run around. Yeah, the guy can just run around. I'm not mad about that at all. Um, so because what? How many has he played this year? I'm now just trying to look that up real quick. How many did you say? Did you say it earlier? Oh, he's played 55. He's yeah. only played one more game than LeBron. Great. Yeah. He at least cracked by 55, <laughs> by benchmark for 55 games. So I'm he's taking Steph Curry. He's been better than LeBron. He's played better than LeBron. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah, he's still, Steph's still, like, still to this day. Like, you put the ball in his hands, you, like, instantly bend the entire defense. Still, like, a decade, oh, a decade of this doubt. shit. It, it's insane. I, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that pick, especially with Tatum and Embiid. Good God. And if freaking Paul, if freaking Paul George did get hurt, man, darn you, Paul George! Why'd you have to do yeah. that to me? I love Paul George too. Yeah, he that he sucks. hurts he hurts me to my deep soul, and I just need to check on this one guy because I because you guys took both of my guards that I was like looking forward to. I was like, oh, but then Adam had to take back to back guards. Um, you know what? I'm gonna do it, and I'm not mad about it. I'm taking Paul George. Taking Paul George. Uh, he got hurt. Damn. But he was very good at the sport of basketball. Well, <laughs> what are you taking him as? Oh, good good call. Darn it. I was going to take him as a forward because I feel like he played a lot of forward minutes this year. And especially he did. With, he did. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to take him as a forward. I'm, I'm going to make the team go um, forward. Okay. So, okay. So PG and Tatum are your forwards. Okay. Have so fun trying it. to drive past those guys. Um, Yeah. yeah. I have the guard spot left, and that's going to be the final pick. <sighs> All okay. right, you've got you've got you got, you got one of each. Well, you got your center, which that's gone. Yeah, so you just need um, one forward, one guard. Yeah. So, shit. Uh, you I wanting Paul George? I, I no, kind of. I love Paul George. I just don't want to have like a tough conversation right now. But I also want to take a guy that I'm like obsessed with watching, and watched like a lot of him. Him and him and. Fox are the two guys I enjoy watching the most, especially at the guard position. Uh, ended up playing 61 games, started 59 of them because of a certain incident. Uh, that's John Morant, who yeah. Yeah. was just just fantastic this season. Has you know, to uh, be picked, 20, and I has yeah, to be picked. Yeah, 26 points, uh, you know, six rebounds a game, eight assists a game, and just is this engine that is so intoxicating to watch. Uh, whether it be for obviously, there's conversations to be had whether it's bad or good or, or whatever. It, it does produce on the court. Um, they're they're an incredible team. They're a fucking two seed again. So uh, I'm really excited to see them healthy. Obviously, Stephen Adams is out, but hey, Mr. Kenneth Lofton. And Brandon Clark. Yeah, and I love Brandon Clark. Uh, yeah, he's been out for a long enough time now where I'm like, oh, they've actually kind of figured some stuff out. Yeah, I, I do like Kenny Lofton, though. Kenny, Kenny Lofton, 42 points on the last day of the season. How about that? Uh, I do think, obviously, Triple J has like a, a huge load to carry um, mm. throughout the playoffs. I, that's quite all right. You know, I think this team is not uh, championship ready quite yet anyways, 
I think they just have like another, it's another stepping stone. Maybe they get to the conference finals. Maybe they get to like a tough second round matchup. I think there's like things you have to do. And the Celtics, you're a Celtics fan. You've seen it. There's things you have to do, like kind of get through certain, certain milestones, certain, certain moments before you actually get to that promised land. And the Celtics like did it and almost got there. And this year it's like, all right, but like now it's time. I think the Grizzlies have like a couple more stepping stones to get across, but man, do I love watching John Morant. Uh, that guy's so electric and got to that 61 game mark that I love. I love getting above 60. So I'm going with him, him and Fox look out. That's electric. There's, there's an, an, a little bit of inconsistent shooting there from three, but oh, you know, yeah. And, yeah. And, and I've got Jokic at the five. I'm already planning on not playing much defense. So uh, <laughs> we're just going to, we're going to run and gun baby. This is the, the, the my draft right now. Looks like my team's in two K. Whenever I do my draft, I just surround my <laughs> surround a star with wings and who can just play defense and shoot. So we'll, there you go. All right, Adam, you've got why am I blanking? Giannis, yeah, SGA, Donovan Mitchell, and SGA. Yeah, yep. yeah. Okay, um, I have to take a center here. Uh, it's one of my two picks, and so I'll just take the guy who is, I think is pretty clearly the third best center in the league. Although, I, you know, special shout-out to Bam Adebayo. I think he's had a really good season, but um, give this to DeMontis Sabonis, so he will be yes. much, much uh, necessary. And then here's where it gets tricky. Um, wow. So I have I'm to- looking at your team right now, and I'm like, what could you possibly throw in here? Yeah, I mean, I have three that I have it down to. Um, and I'm I think that... I think what? I think you have a I think you have a for me a clear guy that would like fit great with Giannis. Well, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, so I can't I can't I'm not going to take Kawhi. I think there just wasn't quite enough fifty one minutes. Um, fifty one yeah. games. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, LeBron didn't play that many more. He only played three, you know, three more. But um, wow, this is tough. I have it down to LeBron and Jimmy Butler. Um, oh. Damn. <laughs> Neither uh, of those guys were on my list. I'm just so confused. I, I yeah. I thought you were gonna go with I don't know. So I'll, I'll say after you make your pick. <laughs> yeah, Lord. Man. <laughs> Again, really what it what happened? Did you guys build teams for the late nineties, early two thousands? What are we doing? So Austin <laughs> Austin does not have um what do you have a, a forward spot? You are not going to take who I'm taking. <laughs> yeah, and, then, yeah. and then Mitch has a guard spot, right? Yeah. Correct. I, and I, I'm stuck with. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yep. And we can't. Can we play Booker as a forward? No. I don't, I don't think I don't, so either. That I don't like think cheating. so. Yeah. Oh, wait. Like... There is another forward we could have taken. I'm so mad at myself over here. There, yeah. No, I've got. I've still got four, five forwards on my board that I, I like. Well, yeah, I mean, there's, there's plenty of other like yeah, really good ones. Um, I just don't. Yeah, I'm gonna I just... throw my microphone against my forehead right now. Gosh okay. dang it! All right, I'm gonna be super boring. Give me LeBron James. Oh, you know what? You are boring, but I love you anyways. Um, okay, go for it. That's it, LeBron. Um, clearly not his best <laughs> season. You know, that's that's. I just I don't know. I I will give credit for um that little lull where it seemed like wow this is gonna be like a complete train wreck disaster like of a season and he did start to play really well in that in that stretch um kind of brought him back and then the, the roster changes and the coming back from an injury and kind of weathering that um 
you know, I obviously the, the like you know the drama around like oh like no doctor in the world would like would have let me play except this one. It's like I mean okay like whatever, but um, it, it, I do I do admire that he's kind of like gutted it out and like played pretty well in these last few games here to kind of will them to the seven seed. So um, give me that. And it's like I don't know. That's like as like I said, it's really lame, but it's it's LeBron James. So um, uh, the team with Giannis and LeBron is kind of cool. Yeah, I I thought you were gonna go Laurie Market in there for some shooting. I, I mean, yeah, if I was like, again, like I'm trying to like absolutely construct this for like the, the best playoff possible thing. Yeah. Laurie would certainly be right there. And Laurie, um, Laurie, uh, Laurie, great season. I, I think he really has a chance to be a third team all NBA. Oh, um, totally. Totally does. Yeah. So now I'm confused. If you're already bringing up Laurie Martin, who the heck are you taking then? Oh, I'm taking a guy off the beaten path and I'm, I, this is my chance to, uh, <laughs> do what I do best and be a jackass. Uh, <laughs> I'm oh, gonna I'm, I'm I'm gonna take at the Ford uh, another guy him and Jalen Brown I feel like would be great together could uh, wreak havoc I'm taking Mikel Bridges. Dang uh, it! That, okay, wow. that's that's who I that's who I debated on taking. Okay, and that's uh, what well, that's okay. who I had the realization of right there. So, I I, I I'm not I'm not just trying to be cute. I really do think he should be a third. But you are a little cute, uh, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all right. You know, I can I can do both. I, I think the other forwards that are in play because you can't take a forward now like obviously jimmy butler's had a good season in my opinion not great also just like a nasty heat team that i, I sometimes i'm like are they like team. are they like a bottom eight team or are they like top 10 team i don't really know i never never quite know what them and i good shout for bam Adebayo, adam uh, i think he's been their most consistent player i think julius randall's been fantastic this season i thought you, I thought you were gonna go julius randall that's uh, what I thought I, he's one of my favorite players I, I think he's great but i also have a hard time because i think I think he might be their best player, but I also think Jalen Brunson might be their best player. It's really hard to tell. That's what's so great about him is like on any given night, like one of those two left-handed killers is going to take over. Uh, but Mikel Bridges played every single game, transitioned from the Suns to the Nets, uh, like seamlessly. His, his, his averages are 25 and three. Shooting splits are almost 50, 40, 90. Like this guy's a freak and has proved – to be like a go-to guy, like late in the game. Uh, I think he's like way better than people give him credit for. He's not just a or like cool role player for a great team. He is like a really, really good player. Uh, and I wouldn't have said this until I watched a few Nets games towards the end of the season. And I was like, man, that guy, like he, he's like, he's no joke. He is giving that game you went to Mitch. He was giving you guys problems. Like, I Thank mean, Thank you for the reminder on that one. I, I, I like Jalen Brown, J- Jason Tatum, he just goes at everybody. I love guys with his attitude. Uh, and yeah, I, I just feel like I, I got to pick him. I got to shout him out because I, I truly think guys like him who play every game, like it, I think that should matter for something. I think playing 30 more games than a Kawhi Leonard or a LeBron James like just matters when you play at a high level. You will find no argument with me because that was one of the guys I was thinking about taking. Sweet. I love So you wanted to move PG to the two, to the, like a guard spot, and maybe take Mikel is what you were yeah, thinking. Yeah, because I'm, avo- I'm avoiding at all costs taking yeah. that, that guy from yeah. Eastern Europe. <laughs> okay. Okay. But, so, but what, else, what else do you do? Yeah. Well, because here's my other options. I take Dame who sat out and pissed me <sighs> off on, a team yeah. that, on another team that didn't make the playoffs. I could choose Tyrese Halliburton, who I love with so much part of my mm. heart. But again, another team that didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, that's tough. I he barely did. played down the stretch, too. Yeah. Also got hurt. Played 56 games. So yeah. he, he yeah. crashed by 55. I could take Drew Holiday. The second best Drew. player on the Drew. best on the best team in the NBA. Should the, should the Bucks get two players, it should go to Drew Holiday. But I'm not giving to Drew Holiday. 
I could take Jalen Brunson, the guy who we've debated yeah. as the best Nick, and I would love to. And I'm taking Luka Doncic, and I hate it with all my heart. Yeah, you, yeah, you have to. You have to. I yeah. have to. And that's what <laughs> – I, I had a stellar first four picks <laughs> only to get dropped because my usage rate is going to go to 40 – 40% of my usage <laughs> is going to go to Luka Doncic. Uh. God, that's going to hurt me. Um, So, yeah, it's got to be Luka. And I'm not – I I think he is – very much of a part of the blame of what's gone in Dallas. I think, I think what has happened this year, him, that, that team trading Dinwiddie and in your, definitely your best defender and, and DFS was one of his, is definitely part of his fault because he wanted a superstar, but I think, and I, and I think you could be patient, wait for another year to get that superstar, but also, you had the chance of keeping Brunson didn't happen. But you can play Cuban on that one in his whiny little butt a little bit there too. That being said, it has to be Luka Doncic. And yeah, it, yeah, it's good too. Yeah, just way too productive. I mean, it's to, to not you know make thirty two points a game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It I hurts mean, me. It hurts yeah. me with so much power and soul. But yeah, I uh, I need to make. I'm gonna make this and put that. To, Put these uh, teams out there with the tweet for the uh, for the podcast and have people. Well, your your team is by far the best team in terms of like if you're like building them for a playoffs. Like, I mean, that's it's like not even close. I mean, Embiid, Tatum, Paul George, Steph, and Luca. I mean, that's nuts. True. So, yeah, I guess that's fair. I have no. I have five guys who I can trust to get a bucket at the end of the game. Yeah. Well, it's so versatile, and so I mean, there's so much shooting, there's so much playmaking. I mean, like that that team is just loaded. But uh, yeah, I just, I just need to have guys set picks uh, for Steph Curry to run around. That'd be nice. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I see. I, I go I go the opposite way, where it's like when like where does the ball go? Like, there's only so many possessions. Yep. I I love Adam. I love your team because it's very clearly give the ball to LeBron or Giannis. Everybody get the hell out of the way, and occasionally. If LeBron or Giannis are out of the game, oh, we have Shea Gilders Alexander to like control the thing. So I, I love that too. Like Donovan Mitchell, he's kind of a kind of throws a wrench in it because he's just kind of like, oh, I have to like get my twenty five shots. But to, yeah, yeah to, you got Demo. Like that guy's he'll just yeah. do anything to win. So I, I worry about that. that team shooting. That's my issue. No, no my I, my team is not built very well. I mean, I I really was picking because like of who deserved it based on like their season. Like sure, like, I, like it's Shea and Mitchell's a bad defensive backcourt. Like. I don't think like that. Yeah, the lack of shooting would be like a killer. I mean, I do that. I mean, obviously, the Giannis LeBron like battering ram would be like a yeah. so hard to stop. I mean, that's, so awesome. Like, yeah, that's just, you're that's going to the line crazy. sixty times a game. That yes, yes, and then some bonus too. I mean, he's he's great. Like drawing, you know, drawing fouls and stuff. All five um, of those guys draw so many fouls. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, that's if I'm remembering correctly. That's those five outside of Sabonis. I think those four guys are at least in the top twenty in field goal attempts this year. Yeah. I, I I would say those are for the top twenty. Oh, so okay. So yeah, no, it's it, it's not a very like well constructed team from from like a like modern like spacing the floor basketball standpoint. Right. Oh, and Mitchell's catch and shoot stuff is pretty good. Um, and Sabonis yeah. is not terrible. You know, three much you do. No, no, I think Mitch, you you had it down. I think there are four other guards that like theoretically could have been on this, and I would say Dame, Booker, Harden, and Drew Holiday. Um, the other one I've always debated on was Anthony Edwards. I've liked how much he's had to carry that sure. Timberwolves yeah. yeah. team yeah. without Cat yeah. there, and it being what his fourth season in the NBA. I think this is third. third. Thank you. I knew I did the math wrong in my head. I, I need Adam here just to continuously correct me on what how many <laughs> years off I am. That that and the uh, Kings thing. I really and it's not. This is not sarcasm. This is truth. Um. And so I, uh, I just, I like him a lot. 
I don't like the Timberwolves team at all. I like him a lot, though. Yeah, um, me too. I like him and Mike Conley. I do not like Cat. I go Bear also cracks, cracks that top 10 least favorite players list. Um, but um, yeah, Anthony Edwards was also another guy I debated on. And I also was trying to find a way to make him a forward. Um, but then I also <laughs> looked and I was like, wait, that's no, that can't be. I, I won't I won't jinx it that much. Yeah, no, I, I I love it. This is cool. It's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I think I think for me the best player that got left off is is Julius Randle, Laurie Markkinen, uh, yeah. I think, and, and Jimmy Butler. And Jimmy, yeah, three, okay, Jimmy, yeah, yeah. Those three guys will probably appear on. Uh, like, Mikel's not making it because it's just he's just like not a glamorous. And I don't think Paul uh, George will either, unfortunately. No, and LeBron has like an outside chance because uh, he's LeBron, but. Those other guys have like been vital to their teams. And I know the Jazz like aren't great, but they were really good at the beginning of the season. And he's just been unbelievable. He does things that I can't believe any I, I mean, he like took Dirk and was like, hold my beer. And you're like, he like just runs in and slams the ball like he's Giannis and also can really, really shoot the thing. So I, I love watching that guy, even if you know the jazz isn't the most aesthetically pleasing. Question, and then I know Adam's gotta get going here. Wait, I just had it and I've lost it. Son of a motherless goat. Um, this ha- this has happened to you're me still, five You're times. still thinking about Luca. No, it's not that. I'm still thinking about... So here's the deal. For those who don't know, I'm recording this in my parents' guest bedroom, which is looking like a storage room currently because my apartment is out of power. And so that was just a great thing to come home to on Easter Sunday. Son of a gun. It was something with Lori Markin and it's whatever mm. now. Um, I'll figure it out and I'll text you about it and cry about it uh, after this. <laughs> He's, looking forward it, to it. That, I, I look forward to sending you the voice memo of me crying. It's gonna be great. I, I guess well, I guess my main question is after like looking at the teams, I would say like for our guards, you know, SGA, like very clearly a, a like point guard ball handler, John Morant, Fox, Dontrich Curry. Donovan Mitchell is the only quote unquote two guard but he's also like six foot three also <laughs> also kind of like a combo guard who like has the ball a lot who who's the best shooting guard in the nba if you're not counting donovan mitchell Devin booker Devin booker from this season or, or like just off of talent uh, i would say both i'd say both, both. yeah i'd okay. say both yeah, too. I, I and i and i don't think i don't think what helped him was his injury he had an injury. What did he get injured? Why am I blanking? Yeah, oh, he did, I yeah, he did. yeah. Oh, he was out for a while. Yeah, yeah. And that's and th- yeah, that's right. Okay, I'm getting. He only played fifty three. He only played fifty three games this season. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. So that's that's right. I am remembering that right. Devin Booker being out hurt him, and I think if he was healthy for all the year, the entire year, that's right. Because he got traded when KD got traded, he was still hurt. Gosh, Mitchell, yeah. get your head out of your ass. Um, <laughs> it's a long uh, season. It really is. I I get every season mixed up in my head now. I used to be good at this. Um, no, I. Uh, Devin Booker would definitely be in my if he played, if he reached that sixty game mark, he would have definitely probably made my list, and that's unfortunate. But, but this this has become a guard heavy league, and that's why wings are just so important. Yep. It, and and I hate to go back to Bill Simmons on this, but he's right. There, whenever you can get you can get guards at any point in the draft, but when you can get a wing who's like a, a defensive minded who also can shoot like a Mikael Bridges. Like I think in the past recent years, that's so important to a team right now. I feel like that's where teams lack depth. Um, and that's where I think like the Cavs, they're in that issue right now. They're going to play Isaac Okoro, Chetty Osman, and Lamar Stevens way too many minutes that they should never see the floor that many minutes in a playoff series. And I think that's what's going to hurt the Cavs in the playoffs. But I, it, I think that wing spot is just so vital to any championship team. Yeah, that's a great totally point. Agree. 
Totally agree. Yeah, no, it's 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 it is the thing that makes the NBA like it's what makes the Jalen and Jason combo so potent. You know, like to have two yep. guys like that that's that are just so good, or like you know Giannis and Middleton. It's like that that that's just such a huge plus when you have two guys who can play like that. Absolutely agree. Well, thank you, Johnson brothers, for coming yeah, on. Was I, fun. Appreciate, was fun. I appreciate you guys so much uh, for joining us, um, Adam. I know we're going to see be see a little bit more of you come playoff season. Austin would love to have you back as well during the playoffs. Yeah. Um, before I let you both go, finals prediction. Hit hit me with oh, it. Christ, Adam, go ahead. <laughs> Bucks Nuggets. We're going to oh, chalk. Okay. Uh, I would have said. I think I did say that at the beginning of the year. Bucks Nuggets. I still have total faith in the Bucks. There's something about the Nuggets that has just slowly gotten in my way. Probably their bench. Um, oof. It's definitely their bench. Uh, oh, also another guard. I meant to say for the uh, the the funny part of the draft was going to take Kevin Herter, but you know that was that's that's <laughs> love Kev, love Kevo, love Kevin. Uh, All right, anyways, shit. Uh, I'll go Bucks, Suns, Suns, stay healthy. Uh, yeah, they're just fucking scary if they have all those guys clicking on all cylinders. So yeah, I'll go Bucks, Suns rematch from twenty twenty one. I am currently a Bucks Nuggets too, and it hurts me to say it, but I also think the Nuggets have if. If the Suns Clippers matchup is as highly as is as grinded out, beat them out as it, as I think it's going to be, whoever wins that series between the Nuggets and whoever wins that that first round matchup will win yeah. the playoffs and that will win That's the fair. Western Conference. And so I, I I can't imagine anyone in that bottom half of that what that Western playoffs making it. So I think it's Bucks Nuggets. Um, yeah, I don't know. I still, you can't sleep on the Warriors. Like, I don't know. They just cannot they, they sleep have, on them. And that's true. They have that, they have that classic turn it on yeah. stupid thing. I hate that shit, but they have it. Oh, or the Celtics. Or the Celtics. Yeah. The Celtics could very easily win the title this year. I, that would not yeah. surprise me at all. Yeah. Oh, not surprise me either. But I also can't choose them or else my karma would literally <laughs> kick me in the crotch and they'd, and I'd have Jalen Brown out for the, because he breaks his other hand on a base because apparently he needed to do that and <laughs> yeah. have five stitches in his hand. Oh, Celtics, Celtics Suns would be a really fun finals. Yeah. 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 Here's the thing is, I think we're going to get some sort of like similar like Bucks or Celtics to me is, is definitely going to the finals and then it might be the Suns might be the Warriors like it might be teams that we've just seen but I'm hoping it slightly changes you know I'm hoping for you know like you said Bucks Nuggets would be great but uh, Bucks Warriors would be cool Celtics Suns I don't want you know Celtics Warriors again and I don't want Bucks Suns again but I could see both I could see both of those happening yeah are we are we gonna get a repeat of the 80s and we're just gonna have five teams <laughs> yeah. just replacing yeah. each other in the finals uh I can't yeah. I can't have that in my brain so um, much for parody right yeah <laughs> Jesus Christ that would really hurt my brain all right thank you guys again for coming on you can follow us on Twitter at Hooper's Almanac you can uh, find these guys. I know Austin really doesn't use Twitter because, and, or yeah. Adam, neither of you guys, you really use Twitter. Uh, you really guys use know. it just to follow NBA stuff more than anything. Yeah, I don't even, okay. I don't even have one. Yeah. I, I'm a nomad. Kurt only, my father only has Twitter and that's the only social media he has. And it's quite okay. wild. Also, this is going to be a short enough podcast for my dad to listen to and not whine and bitch at me about, cause he can't listen to it <laughs> on to, on his ride to and from work. <laughs> but then again, he's, but then again, he's also letting me this room for me to record this podcast. And so love you, dad. Um, thanks guys. Thanks. Go, thanks. Dad. Go, go Celtics, go nuggets. And I'm saying go light the fucking beam. Kings. Light the, beam. Light the freaking beam. Have a great week guys.